How many minutes of a podcast do you think we'll get this time? <laughs> ah, Jesus fucking Christ, man. What are you doing wrong? I am not doing anything. I swear to Christ, this you should see what I'm doing right now. I am so fucking frozen and stationary. I am not moving. <laughs> I have open fucking blinds. I don't know what else to do other than go on top of this goddamn building and fucking sit there and, you know, hang out with the pigeons for a while and hope I get a fucking it doesn't do this with anything else. Shitty Anchor. Let me do an advert real fast for Anchor. Anchor FM, if you want your podcast to fuck up, it fucking sucks. Don't ever get this app. <laughs> you know what? It is? It's like you're trying to get this podcast to work. It's like when we had those old black and white TVs, we had to have like 25 pounds of tinfoil on the antennas. It's like the rabbit ears. It's like literally yeah. right now, I am the rabbit ears for this whole fucking thing. I'm not moving. I'm afraid to fucking fart. <laughs> <laughs> This is insane. I've with this. And you know, you were saying like it's the internet and shit. It can't just be the fucking internet because I watch YouTube, I watch Netflix. I never. And Netflix doesn't all of a sudden drop out. Like uh, a Google search doesn't all of a sudden drop out. Like, ah, fuck you. And by the way, I just have two finished reported podcasts, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Two finished reported no, recorded podcast and it's like what two minutes total of both of them together yeah i think there's some way because that's happened before don't they just blend together like don't they just kind of add them to like don't they consider them segments of the episode or something because i don't do anything you know that i just hit the we're done button and that's it but shit's always been there i have no idea because one time well because one time we uh we were talking about piggy and that cut out and it, it made that one two separate episodes like you had to put part one and part two but then again, you know, it could be he's so fat that it, it had it required two episodes. So I don't know. <laughs> that would require at least four episodes. What the hell are we even talking about? <laughs> uh, we were talking about how it took forever to get this. It took forever to get this episode going because we had all the riots in our local areas. And then we That's found right. out how similar we were together. And then you went off on a rant about how you really loved Sherry Moon Zombie. And then that's when the podcast God said, fuck this guy. Okay, see, maybe there is some kind of black magic with Rob Zombie. I'm sorry. I don't think she's the best actress in the world. She's not the worst. I mean, I'm not going to say that because I don't want this to fuck up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's she can walk and she's beautiful and she speaks words that I believe are English. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Yeah. Um, I had said before, I don't feel that she needs to be in every single fucking movie he's ever done. Like, I don't get it. And I asked you, that's what it was. I asked you, you have a wife, if you were a director, mm-hmm. and honestly, would you put her in every single, I'm not talking a cameo. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But like a major role in every movie you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, would you? Um, well, I do have to go home with the woman, so probably. That's true. Let, I mean, okay, let, let's say he does a remake of Full Metal Jacket. There's no women in there, are there? Except the sucky fucky lady. Well, there Is you go. Be her? There you go. <laughs> you just answered your question. <laughs> How much would you kill to see Sherry Moon Zombie do that? She know, you know, she needs a role so bad. He remakes Full Metal Jacket. Sucky fucky. We love you long time. <laughs> Well, uh, it it depends on how on who like the other casting members are. Like, is he gonna get like his like is Bill Mosley gonna be uh, the Matthew Modine character? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I would pay to see Bill Mosley go crazy through you know uh, boot camp and everything. That would be fun. 
Because you know that motherfucker. Bill Mosley. As long as you put him in every, you can put him in every movie. You know why? Because he can fucking act. Mm-hmm. He can act his ass off. There's a lot. There's. I mean, I'm not obviously the biggest Rob Zombie fan, mm-hmm. but I told you I rewatched Halloween two the other night, mm-hmm. and there was the guy that was um, Michael Myers kills him in the truck, uh, and he was in Thirty One. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, Richard Brake. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he was Doomhead. He was the, like the guy painted up like a clown at the end. He was Thirty One, but I'll tell you what: the beginning of that movie, the monologue he gives. Mm-hmm. That was great acting. Oh, yeah. No doubt there. And then you know, Sherry, Sherry Mood Zombie had to come and, you know, do a fake Jamaican accent at one point, which just made me, you know, my, it made my balls introvert. I'm like, first of all, this role is obviously meant for somebody 22, 23. We love you, honey, but you're, you're 40 something. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Just stop it. Can we get her a cane? And she, maybe she could, you know, play somebody in a nursing home being terrorized. I mean, that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> As much as I love that movie, Richard Brake is the main reason to watch that. Like every scene he's in is gold. Even when he's fucking like a near sixty-year-old Ginger Lynn, it's it's still fantastic to watch. I have to say, my dream with Rob Zombie has always been this: he has got the best, the creepiest visuals ever. There ain't not much that you know freaks me out or scares me anymore. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, horror movies, mm-hmm. I've seen so many. But when I've seen Stills, I remember seeing Stills when House of a Thousand Corpses had all its issues. Mm-hmm. And just the creepy fucking visuals this guy can come up with. Oh, yeah. Is in, they're, they're unparalleled. And my dream before he passed, obviously, was someone like a Wes Craven writing a script mm-hmm. and him directing. Mm-hmm. That's where I think you could have something like maybe the next, I don't know if I go that far, almost though, maybe like the next Exorcist or the mm-hmm. next something really just fucked up. I think a lot of the time he goes into Jerry Springer land. That's where he loses me and a lot of other people. I mean, he's very divided. But I think if you had, I can't think of anybody right now, maybe the guy who did Hereditary. Like, he was hit and miss, especially with the god-awful Midsummer. but he had a couple of good, weird, fucked-up ideas. Like, if you had somebody who had a great script, mm-hmm. and then you had Rob Zombie direct it, you know, with his vision, mm-hmm. the problem's always been it's his script, and then him directing. What do you think? I think it could be... A fucking epic horror movie. So you 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 want him you want him involved as long as he's not actually writing. As long as he has nothing to do with the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because come on, it always turns into oh god, I'm gonna sell a fuck you and hit it. It's, like, it's, it's, it's Jerry Springer. It's like if Jerry Springer directed the fucking Halloween. That's what it is. Well, you know, I mean, come on, Halloween. Oh, we'll still fuck you, woman. I'm like. What is this? What am I watching? Well, and then it turned into a bad porn. Me plus was Danielle Harris was in it, so that was yeah. You like my tits, baby? What the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? Did I get this on Cinemax? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have what kind of I, 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 I've spoken about my enjoyment for the the Halloween remakes ad nauseum, and it's 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 definitely divides me from like the horror community online, like which I fucking hate. I'm so. <laughs> so sick of like knowing like 90% of those people because if you know the, the, the we've me and I have had this conversation like offline and online many yeah. times everyone puts every you know original movie on a fucking pedestal and a remake comes out and they shit all over yeah. before they don't see it so but the, the thing is you know everyone right. you know sucks the dick of John Carpenter because of he made Halloween mm-hmm. have you seen John Carpenter's filmography there's a lot of garbage that he's made too I think that was his best fucking movie, to be honest with you. I think he's not the greatest filmmaker. I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, like, first of all, when you talk about the horror community, what do you, 
like, where are you reading all this? I know you get a lot of shit from people. Like, maybe I'm not in the horror community enough to know. Like, what is what's going on? Well, it's, like, it's what's happening. It's out there? YouTube and Twitter. Like, for you, your okay. your Twitter is mainly like politics and pop culture. That's who you follow. Yeah, yeah. That's why you know you're okay. so angry. I just get angry because I try yeah. to see what people are talking about. Well, at least when I first started Twitter in the horror in the horror genre, I'm like, wow, what a bunch mm-hmm. of fucking dickheads. Like, I'm really starting to hate almost everybody online in the horror community because it's their way or the highway. We always bring it up. Wow, right. I, I'm a fucking retard because I love Jason Goes to Hell. It's the ninth fucking movie in a Friday the 13th films. And so they, and right. sorry, that series got really stale by like number six or seven. So they try something different. Right. Oh, wow. I really like I it. I, yeah, I don't get the hatred for it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like it, but I don't get like, I wouldn't sit there and, you know, like, I remember when, okay, like when they were remaking Halloween mm-hmm. and they actually, I don't know if you ever heard that, they had protesters. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Saying, raping, signs saying you're raping a classic. And I'm like, are we serious? Do we have nothing else to do? Well, that's my point. Like, that's, that's my that's point. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's my right. point. They're, they're the fucking, they're, they're fucking stupid. They need to get laid. They need to get a life. Like, he, like I'm going to do, I'm going to do a video on my, on my channel soon for like the Poltergeist remake. And because Pol- okay. Poltergeist, one of my favorite movies of all time, not just horror, but of all time, Love the original that. one. And um, yeah, shit, what was I gonna say? I was gonna do it for like my series of, is it worth the the hate? Like, because you know, I take movies that everyone shits on, and you know, it's taken forever for me to see it, so I finally watch it. But then I realized I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that because if I do it for, is it worth the hate? I did some research. All the hate is really from all these horror movie like elitists and know it alls, and I'm like you know what their opinions mean jack shit and you know they're so right. full of themselves right. either youtubers or just you know people on twitter or facebook groups or any of that stuff right. they can't give a movie right. a fair shot especially if it's a remake so i'm just gonna do a straight video because i'm like that's where most of the hate was coming from Ooh, poltergeist is a classic it is they shouldn't have remade right. it who cares what? did you if you've seen poltergeist the cgi effects in that are garbage it came out in like 2015, yeah. 2016. Um, yeah, the, uh-huh. the special effects have improved immensely. So, yeah, you can improve on the original Poltergeist, so suck a dick. I disagree on the Poltergeist thing. Here's why. I don't think, mm-hmm. I think they had, I agreed with you as far as like, it was apt for, you know, it was prime for a remake. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, definitely it was dated and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't think my, it was the same problem I had with the Nightmare on Elm Street remake mm-hmm. is when to me, the original that's much older seems to do not all of it, but a majority of it mm-hmm. better as far as the acting, as far as just mm-hmm. everything. I felt that the original Poltergeist still could take a steaming shit on the new Poltergeist. And I was open minded with the new Poltergeist. I'm thinking, you know, OK, you know, but yeah, like you said, 2015, more technology. There's more we can explore. Mm-hmm all of that. I think they just did a crappy retreat of the first Poltergeist. I don't think it worked. I think, you know, the whole even line where they had the guy who's playing the Zelda Rubenstein character going, you know, this house is clean because mm-hmm. he's on a show somewhere. I'm like, if you're going to do it, re- reimagine it, remake it, keep Carol Ann, keep all that shit, but you know, take us into that fucking netherworld she went into. You can do that. They now. did go into the netherworld. I mean, they really can do it. But they did go in there, remember? The, yeah. But but see, that's what I, you took a concept. We actually get to see what happens in the, in, you know, the other side or whatever the fuck it's called. This, this TV, this TV, mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
preacher or whatever the fuck he is, you know, he's a hundred times better than the midget because yeah. he actually does his job. The midget fucking, there's three goddamn movies and she fails in every single one of them and her acting sucks. <laughs> this guy actually has charisma. We're not, her fucking, we're not her HR. We're not giving her a grade on her job. It's not her annual review for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did a great job at being creepy. One of the creepiest moments of that movie is when she explains, you know, that there's somebody else up there and we call him the beast. Just the speech she delivers. And the way that, you know, um, Joe Beth Williams acted off of her on that, that was brilliant. I mean, that was just brilliant. I mean, and I think that was one of the cases where, see, I don't even remember the part where you're talking about that they went into the further. And that's mm. how much I remember about the 2015 mm. remake. I mean, it, it just really went through my head because I, I just didn't enjoy it. I saw it. I saw it in theaters even. Mm-hmm. I just remember the end where he said that line. Mm. Not much else. <laughs> It just didn't stick with me. But I thought there was a lot more there, like, you know, when they went into that, you know, whatever they call it. Was it the astral plane? Did they ever call uh, it something? In part, in, in part the two, the, uh, the shaman, he calls it the other side. So, okay. whatever. So, when in, they went to the other side, yeah, you didn't see mm-hmm. it. But I think that was creepier. I think, you know, when you heard Carol Ann's voice going, Mommy, I can't see. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't see her, like, running around clouds and shit. <laughs> that would have been, that would have fucking sucked. I mean, it was better. And I think if you're going to go full tilt boogie and you're going to, you know, use all the effects and do them well. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched the other night, uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Mm-hmm. That was crap. The part where she gets fucking, she's lifted up out of mm-hmm. bed. And she's, first of all, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. It looked like she was on a bad Xanax. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's being bounced around like a fucking crash test mm-hmm. dummy. I am laughing my dick off at this point. And then they stop and there's that CGI gash mm-hmm. and she falls. And I'm like, when Craven did it better... How many fucking decades ago? Well, see, there's a difference. There's a there's a, there's 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 a difference. Why I, I'm not saying I like these two remakes better than the original. Fuck no, I'm not that retarded. But what <laughs> I'm saying is like my my points right. are different on why I do enjoy them. Like you know, spoilers for you know my video is going to come mm-hmm. up. You know, I'm sure you'll watch it at least after this conversation because I think I'm going to make pretty good points. Um, Zelda Rubenstein sucked. Okay, the only reason why you think she's creepy is because a she's a midget. B she looks like she's 90 years old. <laughs> you know. <laughs> they lie to her they tell her things that aren't true they give her candy and they try to touch her in inappropriate places but she runs away well that's part two with the creepy preacher because you know that they're they're always touching you in the wrong places but that's what makes her memorable is her voice and her look because she she looks like <laughs> betty white but you stuck her in like the dryer and turned it on high heat and spin cycle and she shrank um Betty White, if Betty White ate Betty White, maybe and shrunk her about eight thousand inches. Right? Okay, fine. You know what? You know, don't forget that because you know the hair color is wrong. Take Rue McClanahan, you know the the whore from the Golden Girls, and have her stand in front of a funhouse mirror that squishes her. I'm gonna go with Mrs. Garrett. Vaccine. Ooh, gross. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. I think there's a ghost in this house. Let's have a meaningful conversation about it. What do you want? We oh, there's definitely a creepy, <laughs> creepy presence in this house. No, Mrs. Garrett, that's just Natalie. Look at her. That's Natalie. <laughs> Somebody's been roller skating upstairs. Oh, that's Tootie. Wasn't that like some kind of racist thing? Like somebody told me a long time ago that like that was a racist thing to show like black girls on roller skates back in the day. I want to know where that racist stereotype came from because I never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> it might have been from the seventies or something. Because well, I'm trying to think, 
Maybe from like all those breakdancing movies that came out, you know, like Breakin' and Breakin' 2. Were they all? No, but no. Were they on roller skates or something there too? Fuck if I know. If Tootie was popping was popping and locking the whole time, like for no apparent reason, I'd say yeah. But I'm like, first of all, let's just take that and know how it is. I mean, who's like who who are these writers? Who are they? We need a girl on roller skates all the time. Well, that's the thing. You know, back then in the eighties, all those black shows, ninety-nine percent were written by white people. I mean, look at good times. That was written by by white people, and they were telling like uh, whoever the guy the the dad was, or like you know this is how black people should act, and he's like um, okay, that's not how that's not how uh, it happens, and then of course he dies in a car wreck, you know, next season or whatever. Is yeah, they, they can't they just can't conform. We try to give them you know you know half of the pay of the white people, they're still not grateful. Yeah. Damn it, kill them in an accident. <laughs> Uh, no, we were talking about film two also because we were supposed to be talking with Sexy mm. Monkey. There's been some scheduling problems, and I think he's a narcoleptic now. <laughs> I, he, I know there's been some scheduling issues as far as you know, protests mm. and bad time and all that. But I think it happened with you two. I'm not sure. Has he ever texted you or whatever on a random day and thought we were doing the podcast that day? Because that happened a lot. Um, with me like a day we didn't even plan it yeah it, it was our original day that we were going to do it yeah. and you and i i think okay. we decided like that saturday night before which is when all the shit went down yeah. like chicago started going nuts and then yeah. my hometown was going nuts on sunday mm-hmm. and then i told right. me and you were talking about everything going on and i said you know what let's just Let's just put it off for like a week so you and I can like calm down because we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And um, you said you were going to text him that night and you said you did. And then like 12, 13 hours later, he sends me a Facebook message asking if we're still recording that day. And I'm like, no, I think Jay texted you. And then I texted you right away. And you're, you're, uh, I think your text exactly said, what the fuck? I told him yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then. I think it was like two mm-hmm. days ago. He texts me and he says something to the effect of, Oh, I'm sorry I couldn't make it today because I had MS pains. He's like, you know, fine. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, but won't don't want you there there. And he goes, But I hope I didn't stop you guys from recording. I'm like, when was this Thursday? Well, you, ever gotta, you gotta remember, like, he's like he's like what, six hours ahead of us? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think he gets confused because he's on so many different mm-hmm. podcasts. Well, he's yeah, he's on so many different live streams on, on, so on YouTube. He can't keep up. Yeah. No, I mean, Jesus Christ, he was sending me pictures last night. If he had another one, he was on. Although I do have to say, I wish I remembered her name. I wonder on she podcast. was fun. That one black she was, she was talking to. Oh man, oh, I had so much fun like poking the bear she with her was. when she was trying to wonder how Baby Groot uh-huh. was born, and I kept telling her that it was like Tony Stark and. Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock, yeah, Sandra Bullock fucked a tree, and then that's how Baby Groot was born, and she got pissed because she loves Sandra Bullock. Like Michael Jackson, who said that? You don't say that to my. She was fun. She was a lot of fun. The Sandra Bullock thing, because I never thought about it, but when somebody said it was LJ, wasn't it? I personally don't. When he said that Sandra Bullock, yeah, I, I don't see that. And I, I, I think that's because I don't want to because I've had a thing for Sandra Bullock since like Demolition Man. <laughs> okay, you gotta be honest. Did you watch any of her sappy crappy movies like while you were sleeping and all that? Um, shit? I've seen 
was it 23 weeks the one where she goes to rehab that's funny for like the people in rehab that's not her so i'll give the movie that put that <laughs> put, you know put it like you know like you and you love steel magnolias you put it on um, you watch it yeah it's okay oh, yeah see you finally have your own steel magnolias yeah but see this is this isn't so wait did you let's talk and let's see here the other one i watched was the uh was it the blind side where she takes in the homeless black guy and teaches him football or some shit she's such a nice wife lady i love her (laughs) (laughs) but i I saw i saw i saw saw that and that was fine but you know if i'm gonna watch sandra bullock i'm sticking to like demolition man and speed and shit that blows up you know i think I think The Blind Side is actually the official movie of Black Lives Matter. I'm not positive. <laughs> but I think, you know, they, they were so happy that that white bitch <laughs> was able to show him and give it. I don't even forget. What was the clip? I didn't even see the movie. But it was, um, he's like, I never had this before. Your own room? No, yeah. a bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I just wish the rest of the movie would have been like that. Like, you mean we actually get to eat off plates? <laughs> What are what, what are these? They're called socks and shoes, honey. Oh, thank you, Miss Sandra. Thank you. You are the best. Lady oh, wait! Ever. I'm not done. She opens up a door. This is called indoor plumbing. <laughs> mm, oh, it, I don't have to shit outside anymore. Oh, Miss Sandra, you are just spoiling me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, wait for people to be all pissed off about this one. I get <laughs> Don't complain to me. Don't give, you give middle finger emoji. That's all the fuck mm-hmm. you're gonna get from my ass. But you just wrapped up your other podcast, right? Your two yeah, we losers. finished a couple oh, weeks ago, I think. And uh we're on a hiatus. You did we're on a hiatus in- until well, we're gonna record on the twenty seventh, but the, the first official like one year anniversary episode comes out uh July first. What's your favorite episode of that podcast that you've ever done? What was, what was, uh, what was the best? Conversation-wise? Yeah, anyway. So we can direct uh, people there. Shit. You know? you I'm very proud good. of our Exorcist episode. I know you disagreed with a lot of what uh, Frenzy said, but I think that's like one of our best discussion-wise because... I disagree, but I, okay. I like the episodes. I think that's one of yeah. our best episodes. Yeah, yeah. Our you season finale... Which we just did on uh, Schenectady, New York, okay. which is which was what Frenzy picked for his revenge for me making him watch three Leprechaun movies in March. Um, Schenectady, yeah, it came New out York? like two thousand eight. It's a Philip Seymour Hoffman pretentious, weird mind fuck of a movie, and I really, really liked it. Uh, it doesn't fit on our show, and it's one of I think our best really? conversations. So I highly recommend that one. Um. We've done so many. We've done like okay. forty episodes. Like, are we? We did one about the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, and the whole time it's basically us going on a tangent on how much I hate Halloween two thousand eighteen. Um, yeah, we got a, we got a lot of good really? ones in there. Um, a lot of weird random ones. Well, that's kind of wait, 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 that's kind of a remake. How can you Halloween two thousand eighteen? Yeah, you seem to like the because remake. it was fucking stupid and pointless. I mean, it was kind of a plaza. Okay. Okay. I don't think mm-hmm. we've ever discussed Halloween 2018 on here, but I've discussed it in numerous other places. All right. First off. All right. Break Halloween 2018. Big fucking deal that Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis is coming back. Fuck off. You did that 20 years ago with Halloween H2O. Regardless of what you think about Halloween H2O, 
already been done. Right. Now we're going to ignore right. all the sequels. Halloween H2O that was did shitty. that already. Jamie Lee Curtis, yep. Laurie Strode, Halloween eight, uh, 2018, PTSD, blah, blah, blah. Halloween H2O mm-hmm. already did it. She goes from MacGyver right. in 2018. Right. She was a drunken pill popper in H2O. Big fucking deal. So it's already been done. Yep. So why am I supposed to be excited? It's like, you know, sitting in church and farting into the wind. Okay. It makes an impact. You know, you smell it. You don't like what it smells like. And then it dissipates. What do you do? And you go about your day. No one fucking cares. I think it, it like I said, I think what I think uh, Halloween Kills is going to be like, I think it was just for me, like a fun, nostalgic. I mean, there were definitely more throwbacks and all that. I mean, to the original movie and you know, score and all that John mm-hmm. Carpenter was back for that it, it was more fun that way but I get what you're saying as far as you're going to bring her back at least I think it's lazy at a certain point to overlook the sequels I mean I know it, I understand it could have gotten to the point where like listen you're thinking as like a producer or whatever we're going to have to explain the fucking occult mm-hmm. thorn and all this bullshit a lot of these people haven't seen all of these movies let's go up to part four or whatever and go from there I get ignoring maybe one or two but definitely when they ignored mm-hmm. part two and now they've got the balls to try to do that kind of again. I mean, from what I've seen in stills with Halloween kills, go back to Haddonfield Memorial. The bitch has yeah, already been see, there. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not done ranting about this stupid fucking movie. Um, Danny McBride, Danny McBride wrote, helped write Halloween 2018. Okay. You can tell which one it is. It's because it's Danny it. McBride, you know, he's done like Pineapple Express and all those James Franco, Seth Rogen pot movies. Yeah. You know which one is him because he, he definitely yeah. wrote where you know the dad got peanut butter on his dick and when the fat fuck friend you know he's don't let me die with a boner you know those stupid fucking lines all these characters in this movie suck now here's the thing yes we go to these movies blah 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 to see people die but if i'm sitting there for 90 minutes or more i want to at least you know be engaged with one or two i hated every motherfucker that wasn't Lori Strode. I hated her daughter. I hated her daughter's husband. Yeah. I hated her granddaughter. Yes. I hated her granddaughter's friend. Yeah. I hated her granddaughter's yes. boyfriend. I hated the podcasters. Yeah. You know, for it's podcasters from like Scotland or England or whoever the where the fuck you know. No fucking sense whatsoever. I mean, three. That's the biggest problem I have with that movie. Is like they're investigating all the way from England. Mm-hmm. Three murders. Mm-hmm. Why? Why three? does anyone fucking care? At least it gives Michael Moore killed like twenty four people or whatever mm-hmm. it was in that one night. Then you gonna for three murders? They're gonna pay this yeah, bitch like money I said, on top that, of that. No one's gonna. That's a typical them. day in Chicago. Who the fuck cares? Well, here and here. Yeah. And here. And here's the thing. Okay, it's podcasters. No one gives a shit about podcasters, especially podcasters, you know, that aren't from, you know, that are across the pond or whatever you want to say. Now, you, you ignore all the sequels. He just kills like three people. No one fucking cares. Now, right. let's do no. some fan service for Halloween Kills. I already don't give a shit about Halloween 2018. So what are they doing? Let's bring back right. Right. Uh, the sheriff from part one. Why the fuck do we give a shit about, you know, a 90-year-old sheriff? He's probably now a, he's probably a security <laughs> guard at Walmart now. No one gives a shit. Wow, they're bringing back Lindsay, the little shithead, you know, girl that was being babysat in the first one. No one gave a shit about her. We're bringing back yeah. uh, Tommy. No, okay, that would be that would be neat. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They did that already. And it, you know, as much as I hate right. Paul Rudd, you know, they're doing it with Anthony Michael Hall. So they go from. The Seth Rogen right. guy from Ant Man to fucking the shithead from Sixteen Candles. 
don't care. Now there's rumors that there's going to be a CGI Dr. Loomis. Why the fuck should I care that there's going to be a CGI Dr. Loomis that looks like Donald Pleasance? I've seen CGI, you know, in in like they did this in like the Star Wars movie with Carrie Carrie Fisher and uh, Peter Cushing and all that. You better make sure that it looks fucking good because if it doesn't, Halloween fans are worse than Star Wars fans. You think that baseball bat up your ass hurt with the Star Wars films is going to be even worse from the Halloween fans. And again, I don't care. It, you know, it's, it's, it seems like they're trying to original. That's what it seems like. They're shooting mm-hmm. so much for the 1978 mm-hmm. night for Halloween Kills. I've seen so many like replications of everything like that. It's like, I don't understand what you're mm-hmm. going for, really. Like, I don't understand if this is, we're adding more to Halloween 78. Then why didn't you just do make it Halloween 78 and what we didn't see or something like that? I don't understand what they're going for there. And that Botox bitch, that fucking, the one who plays fucking Lindsay Wallace. And shit. Isn't she like mm-hmm. real yeah. housewives or some shit? Isn't she parents? Something like that, something yeah. Something like that. What, what, who was <laughs> Who was demanding mm-hmm. this bitch? I just hope that Danielle Harris, who has been loyal to the franchise, actually does have a role in it because she mm-hmm. wanted to do it. Like, I really gave that to her because that would be kind of shitty if they didn't. I'm thinking they did. I don't know what your thoughts uh, on that are. Like I'm because she was very radio silent on it. She was very well. Vocal she's been vocal. Maybe they just paid her enough money to tell her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, dear, it's it's not gonna happen. Danielle, no, please, going please direction. just shut we up and go do Hatchet Five, okay? It's better for your career. Listen, Jamie Lee is tired of mm-hmm. shitting from exactly. Activia. We, we just have to fucking keep the movie and keep her happy. We know she's gonna die at this right? We kind of assume. I right? don't care. I don't care if she <laughs> if she doesn't die by Michael, she's gonna die by you know Activia OD. I don't care. By the end of Halloween 2018, she was fucking MacGyver with 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 steel doors in her in her uh, house and the fucking spikes over the basement. This you mean this bitch with arthritis was able to get that stuff done. With what money, by the way? What, what was she doing for? A she, was, she, she was. She was. She uh, was. Like, she was spending uh, all her money on booze. Uh, um, she was probably collecting social security, <laughs> unless she's having these podcasters come money. But the thing is, she's giving uh, the podcaster money to her granddaughter. It's it's got to be social security. Yeah, yeah. So we all know that now. The lesson for Halloween 2018 was that junkies mm-hmm. can build amazing shit. <laughs> given their own devices no one ever put her away no one's ever like okay you guys she's like she's on ssi and all that and she's like making a cabinet mm-hmm. that's gonna like swivel open and like you know leave all the secrets it's time to put grandma away something's really really wrong with her but you said something is interesting that i didn't even think about because i was kind of half and half with the movie in general you're right you mentioned the cast mm-hmm. i hated them I hated mm-hmm. the daughter. You're absolutely. I didn't even think about it. Though. She mm-hmm. was just an annoying bitch. Mm-hmm. The granddaughter, no personality mm-hmm. whatsoever. A little cunt. Couldn't stand her either. The four were just weird. Mm-hmm. They weren't likable. The black kid was funny, but it he didn't was okay. belong in the movie. Was... It took me right out of it. Yeah. He was good, but it took me right out of it. When he's going, oh shit, and stuff like that, and people are laughing mm-hmm. at a scene that's supposed to be serious. Mm-hmm. I think you fucked up. I think that was one of the biggest mm-hmm. problems with that movie. Another another movie with a lot of problems in it 
that you just watched and I saw a long time ago and I cannot understand how you can make it make sense and I'm dying to hear about it is a little French film. Oh, that's right. You do hate that fucking movie, don't you? You want to... I no, okay. no, love the movie until the last five minutes. What the fuck is this? <laughs> so what you don't like? You don't like it's the ending you don't like. I hated the twist. Love the movie. The movie all the way up until the very end. Mm-hmm. I yes, love that movie. Great movie. It was intense, gory as fuck, mm-hmm. shot well. Love it. But all right, why don't you give a plot synopsis and tell me what you <laughs> think? <happened>? Okay. <laughs> Um, well, plot-wise, we're following. I think her name. Fuck, I don't know the character's name. There's, there's a late. There's, there's a hot chick with with a shaved head, and a not hot chick with long black yeah. hair, and then a fat dude. Okay. Yeah. So we're following. Yeah. We're following Buzzcut yeah. as she is going to live with you know oh. ugly face for like the summer, so they could so they can hang yeah. out and study for, for college or whatever. What happens is, um, yeah. while Buzzcut is busy masturbating in uh, her either in the bedroom or she's outside. Um, fat ugly dude comes in and kills the entire family and kidnaps Ugly Face. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the movie is Buzzcut right. trying to rescue Ugly Face from Fat Dude, and um, <laughs> Fat Dude is killing. <laughs> fat dude is killing people left and right, like in the gas station and this and that. And the rest of the movie is Buzzcut. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where Buzzcut runs Fat Dude off the road. Like, he's got like the big like Jeepers Creepers van, you know, the pedophile van. And um, yeah. Yeah. eventually, like, yep. she gets run off the road. And the rest of the movie is Fat Dude chasing Buzzcut, like torturing her. And eventually, Buzzcut gets away, rescues Ugly Face, yep. and then the twist happens. We find out that. Buzzcut has been fat dude the whole time. She's the one that kidnapped Ugly Face because she's in love with her. And crazy shit happens. Ugly Face gets rescued. Buzzcut ends up in the insane asylum. The end. Roger Ebert gives it three thumbs up. I don't, there's so much that doesn't make sense. That, like, was she okay. chasing herself in a car? I mean, what what yeah. happened and what didn't no. is what doesn't make any sense to me. And if all those movies happened the way it did, I'm sorry not to be sexist or anything. There's no way a fucking five three five four chick okay, here's could my have pulled all that. Here's my thing. Off. Okay, no way. The movie okay. starts with Buzzcut mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the insane asylum, but you don't know it's the insane asylum yet. You think maybe she's just in the hospital. Okay, she's she's she um she's whispering something like I'll tell you what you want to know or I'll tell you the truth and she keeps repeating that and there's a camera right in Mm -hmm. front of her so she's going to tell her side of the story. Once you watch the movie, you realize she's fucked in the head. Okay, so my take on Mm -hmm. this is (laughs) there's a weird scene where uh. She, where fat dude is in his Jeepers Creepers van and he looks like he's getting head from a chick and you find out it's a severed head, okay? And he throws it out the window yeah. and you know, goes, well, hey, this right. is Tuesday. It's about time I, you know, I fucked the face of a dead chick. So, so yeah, why not? That, that goes in with the scene where Buzz cuts in the guest room masturbating. 
obviously you find you realize she's masturbating about ugly face for some reason. Okay. That's how that works. Right. All right. You find out through okay. when ugly face is trying to explain everything, how it's really buzz cut doing this. You know, you see her killing the family, not fat, right. ugly dude. Okay. So she broke into the house. She's been obsessed mm-hmm. with this chick for God knows how long. All right. She broke in and she kidnapped her and okay. she threw her in the Jeepers Creepers van. Now. So does she even know the chick in her twisted? I mean, is this just like, was she really friends with her and then she killed the family? Or are we thinking that she just was a psycho who obsessed with her and just came upon the house and she's been a serial killer the whole time? It's like, now see, here's the thing. I don't know though. if they're actually friends. Maybe they're acquaintances because they go to school together. They're college girls. <laughs> So maybe they had a class together and mm-hmm. Buzzcut was, you know, she's like, wow, this chick is very pretty for some reason. I don't know. She's got beer goggles on or something. And uh, she says, and sometimes, it, sometimes it all, that's all it takes. You know, Piggy is obsessed with Kathleen Willowite, who's got the face of a horse. It doesn't matter. We can't, we can't choose yeah, who true. we, you know, fall in love with as a crazy person. All right. So that explains that. Now, now here's here's there the th- here's clue. the thing that I, I think, think through interpretation that explains all like the battle wounds that Buzzcut has from Fat Dude. I think right. she because remember she's telling this her side of the story to the camera. Okay, we don't know she's in the insane mm-hmm. asylum yet until the very right. end. I think her battle wounds are from her going in to the back of the Jeepers Creepers van and trying to fuck with uh, ugly face every now and then. And that's, that's her. Those are like self-defense wounds. Really? All the, even those big gashes on her back and shit. Those are badass wounds. But then again, like, how do we know how injured she really is? Because remember, this is her version of the story. You know, do you remember towards the beginning of the movie, there was only one, Scene that I remember that seemed to try to maybe do some foreshadowing. She wakes up mm-hmm. from a dream. That's the dream we see mm-hmm. initially. She's running and she's bleeding. And the girl's like, you know, what the fuck's up? She says, I just had a dream that this, you know, this person mm-hmm. was after me or trying to kill me. And it was like, I was thinking from there they were trying to lead us to maybe saying, you know, hey, later on this won't be. Yeah, such I think a what out. it was it. But <laughs> Alexandra <laughs> Aja, he's French, I believe, and that could have been his way of, you know, making us all Americans try to not be 100% in the dark. You know, like the sixth sense. You know, when the sixth sense ends mm-hmm. and we realize the ghost is a ghost, Shyamalan had to throw in, oh, wait, mm-hmm. he never did do this. He never did do that. Blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, dumb Americans need it explained to them visually, you know, ad nauseum. So that's what mm-hmm. I think. I saw high, mm-hmm. high tension in the theater. I'd say how bad Americans are with shit. They released it here. I don't know if you remember that. They released it and they released it with about, I think, two, three minutes cut out mm-hmm. of it, which I did not know at that point, and oh, yeah. with bad dubbing. Like, they didn't even... It, we're too lazy for sub-fucking-titles. Like, it was bad fucking dubbing. <laughs> it was horrible. I mean, it was worse than... I mean, like I said, I liked the movie up until the end. But, like, I hated that movie because of what they had done to it. I didn't see the original, yeah. you know, nonstop blood fest until about, I don't know, a year or two years after. So I think a lot of people's first exposure to that film here in America was garbage because we can't yeah, read. I, I, I have the uncut version on DVD and it's, it's definitely more gory. Um, and I love Aja movies. You know, he did the, the remake of Piranha and he did the remake of the Hills have eyes and mirrors and he did oh, horns and he did crawl. 
So he's got a good pedigree of, of film, but I, I really like, that's what I like about high tension is just the more you watch, the more you mm-hmm. can just interpret it that, okay, that means that this means this type of thing. And I personally think, I personally think, I think they might've, you know, yeah. the two chicks, they were maybe, I don't know, fucking science buddies or something in biology class. And mm-hmm. Buzz cut fell in love with, you know, the, the chick with the ugly mm-hmm. face for some reason, she realized like they weren't even riding in the car in the beginning. She, this, this, this doesn't start until she is like outside on the swing set, looking at her undressed through the bedroom window. She pulls up in the Jeepers Creepers van, and right, that's when right. shit goes down. So you think that she was basically a serial killer the entire time? Uh, maybe not, not necessarily like a serial killer, but she was obsessed <laughs> with this chick for a while, and she decided this is the night I'm going to pull up and make her mine. Do you think that up until the point that like, they actually were hanging out and she was invited towards the house like they were in the car and everything or do you think it just started like she's like no i, I know no, i don't think i don't think they were friends at all i think i think like i said i think that that part where they're like, they're in the in ugly faces car and they're going to to the house never happened that's part of the false story the part that's you know in her swiss cheese brain everything yeah. that happened in real life starts when she's out on the swing set and watching ugly face undress through the uh through her uh, bedroom window, you know the masturbation scene. The masturbation scene. Now, where she was really masturbating, real? but she what what happened was she was masturbating about okay. the ugly chick, but she was masturbating in mm-hmm. the van. See that that's what it is. It's that scene, that scene where the fat dude is you know getting head from the dead lady. That is really her jerking off, getting right. ready to do what she's gonna do. It's just the way it was edited and cut to, to you know, throw that curveball, you know? What I remember about that scene the most, and I'm not a prude or anything, is that <laughs> the bitch didn't wash her hands. <laughs> I remember, like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the killer or whoever showed up and all that. And her just, like, like it wasn't even a thought. <laughs> she was running around with pussy juice on her fingers the entire fucking movie. It's just going to Right. What was your favorite plot twist of a favorite movie that, that you've ever uh, seen? Yeah. Since we're talking about plot um, twists, I'd have to say mine was six cents because I didn't see it coming. You know, I didn't see that coming. Well, you know what? Fine, fuck it. I'll say like that that type of twist. But I'll go with the game from David Fincher with uh, Michael Douglas, how it all ends up being literally. The problem is with both of those movies, after you watch it once, there really is no replay value. You can't enjoy it again, right? (sighs) What is the worst plot twist? Fuck, I don't. Mine is high tension, uh, so I'm just gonna uh, shit. <laughs> I have no, honestly, I have no clue because I can't think of any movies with plot twists. Like there's, there's me, there's a lot of scenes like plot twist for me. Like good plot twist is something that's revealed later. Like say, say seven, not the ending mm-hmm. with the what's in the box and it ends up being Gwyneth Paltrow. My favorite plot twist in that movie is you find out like yeah. bef- like thirty minutes before the movie even ends that 
the uh, the photographer that that Brad Pitt said, you know, fuck off. That was Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's something that's cool. So they could have had him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, worst plot twist? Fuck, I don't know. Um, I haven't really seen a lot of movies that have any memorable plot twists. I worse another one that was worse for me only because I thought it was a cheat. And again, it, mm-hmm. I just remember it being bad. Was do you remember that fucking weird movie that Color of Night mm-hmm. with Bruce yeah, Willis? Yeah, because uh, Piggy's girlfriend is in that movie. Yeah, she can't. Yeah. She, oh, she's she's uh, you're fucking kidding. She, she commits suicide in that it? movie. She either jumps out a window. Yeah, oh, she's beginning. Oh. Maybe Piggy. Maybe she out. walked in on him jerking <laughs> off, and she had to jump out the window to save herself. I don't know. I just remember it was someone disguised, like in the group, with like a bat. Like, like there's no mm-hmm. way they would have had all those prosthetics yeah. and all that bullshit. It was one of those that was like, come on. But I have to say, the worst for me was high tension. I expected more from it. I was just like, and at the point, I didn't even know if it was all a dream. Like, I was guessing no, because the girl was there at the very end. Like, you know, can she see me in the mirror? I'm like, I, I don't know, know if this girl's imagined everything. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep talking about it. I'm at the computer right now. I'm just going to Google plot twists in movies, and then I'll pick something. Yeah. Oh, that'd be um, awesome. Shit. There were a lot of bad plot twists. The one that, the, the most, I have to say not bad, but one that everyone knew about. You might know what I'm going to talk about. Oh, I got it. Before, I got it. Because it was just the ad camp. I, I got something like, you, you know, it, it's totally stupid because it what? makes no sense and I don't give a shit. Sleepaway camp. She's got a dick. Who fucking cares? But that who cares? She's got a dick. What, what does it have like, to do with the fucking movie? <laughs> I agree. I agree. It has nothing to do with the plot. For shock value alone, I mean, maybe I'm just basing it on shock value. That's not like necessarily a plot twist, but that was a good holy shit ending. Because no, I didn't okay. think of that. <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll say uh, usual suspects had a really good ending. I'll give that. So, um, six sense like had a good like one. one. The others. The one, the Nicole Kidman ghost movie, yeah. that one actually right. was really good. I liked that one. That that ending. Let's that was see, good. Worst, that was the good. village that was retarded. That was. Um. Oh God, fuck, uh, fuck that. Yeah, movie. so that movie fucking sucks. Seriously. Um, Shutter Island that had a decent one, even though you could see it a mile away. Uh, okay. The the ending yeah, to Identity, right. I liked that one a lot. That was cool. Uh. Really? Oh, you know what? No, that one pissed yeah. me off because it was all, all these, all these, head. all these. He was the killer, or whatever. All these people that were stuck at the hotel him. were different uh, personalities of this this psycho, and he was trying to. <laughs> of course, it did. Yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> pissed me off. I was like, "Come on, none of it happened." There's all we're following people in his head. Can we do a little bit better? Yeah, that one pissed all me right, off. Top twelve, the twelve best <laughs> suspense movies with twist endings you won't see coming. My slow ass computer loads up. We'll see what it is. Okay. Six cents. Okay, that was fine. But once you see the movie once, no one fucking yeah. cares. Primal Fear with Richard Gere. Okay, that was a decent nope. plot twist ending. Um, what is it? You find out again. that uh, Edward Norton, Edward Norton that was the, guilty the whole time, and like his timid thing was just an act. Okay. 
Okay, okay. I thought it was No Way Out, some Kevin Costner movie, never heard of. Oh, I remember it. Okay. It's a good one. Right. The Village? Wait, See The it. Village is on this list with best suspense twist endings? That was fucking retarded. It was the stupidest movie ever. Okay. Usual Suspects was good. Psycho was good. That mother was dead the whole time. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I never really thought Psycho was. Yeah, yeah, right. there, that was good. That was right great. there, The Game. That was good. Shutter Island. Soylent Green? Yeah. That's good. That was an interesting twist. Soylent Green. Yeah, I've seen Soylent Green a couple times. Is? Mm, yeah, that yeah. was so cool. You know the plot the I crying the plot game. Okay, again with the dicks. Um, yeah. That's what I was saying. Everybody knew that was the one I was referencing earlier. That was the one everyone mm-hmm. fucking knew the plot was for. You even saw the movie yeah. because as soon as one person saw it, that became the whole thing. By the way, it's yeah. like I didn't know that was a tranny. He was. And dead. then the last, the last <laughs> one on the list is a uh, Fight Club. That's a, that was a good twist ending. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. I didn't see that one coming, but yeah. those were pretty decent. My favorite plot twist ever was that we found out that the movie and the blob <laughs> was actually William Patterson. Hey. That was my best. At the very end, because he was bitching and complaining, and it's re- revealed after that gelatinous thing, there's this big piggish head on top of it, chasing poor Shawnee Smith around, and I have to say that was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. And, all he, and you know what? They didn't need CGI. Him. All he had to do was take off his shirt and waddle around. <laughs> all right. I think we've covered everything with film. I'm going to wrap this episode up while we can. And I still have. Yeah, yeah. Considering, you know, how we are, you know, I'm surprised this hasn't cut out, you know, for the fifth or sixth fucking time. <laughs> You know what? I have found my spot. I'm going to, this is when I'm going to do my podcast for the next time. I'm going to be standing on one leg with the <laughs> fucking phone pointed right up at the ceiling. I'm not going right, to stop I'll, looking I'll south. On, I'll throw on one more uh, twist ending since you <laughs> hate Star Wars. I'm going to say Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> we find out Darth Vader is Luke's father. Uh, we'll end on that. Oh, I loved it. I thought or, it was really cool. You liked it or hate But again, it? I saw it as a kid. You know, my daughter, she's eight. She already fucking. Is there any- is there anybody who hates that? <laughs> is that like is that divisive? Is there like half the people? <clears throat> yes. Okay, I'm just gonna wrap this episode up because I don't hear okay, my co-host yeah, anymore. I, now I hear you. There you are. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me just give you a shout out real fast. Your Twitter is at movies underscore beer three six five. YouTube at Eric here podcast two bearded losers and the tw- uh, Twitter is the at two uh, let's see here the, yeah two yeah see so you're, you're cutting out so hopefully you gave out the right address 